twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. So this past weekend, we got together with some friends for a big brunch at the Smokehouse restaurant. It's about 25 of us, just a small crowd. We, we try to keep it an intimate group setting. Um, we we uh, get together with the brunch probably every couple months or so, maybe, what, three months? Yeah, every few months we have a little get-together. We either have people come over here for a game night or we go out to brunch or the next thing we're thinking of is a movie night. Yeah, where we, when we're saying game night or, or movie night, dinner, and then we invite the friends over and either we play a game or we... You know, uh, we're going to be now uh, reviewing lesbian movies since I've watched a bunch. Because now, yeah, now Roxanne's a critic. Exactly. But um, so at the brunch, we ended up uh, getting it for a Valentine's Day brunch for, what was the quote that you had on the invitation? Bring your current love, your future love, or just stories about the last bitch. Yes. So that, you know, that was the theme. So as we showed up, you know, we had uh, individuals and couples and so forth. And it was, it was a nice, nice thing. But um, Virginia always teases me about the smokehouse. I, I, I love their food. If you go for dinner, if you're in Burbank, uh, it's the best steakhouse in the whole valley, I think. And uh, Virginia eats, you know, fish and chicken only, but no red meat. So it's a little challenging for me to go to the smokehouse when the the biggest thing on their menu and what they're known for is prime rib. Because I can tell you, any place that can cook a steak right or a prime rib or anything like that, you know for sure their chicken is boiled and chewy. It tastes like eating an arm. Yeah, so with the brunch thing, though, that there's there's a big selection that you're able to have anything from seafood. They have like an entire seafood platter area to crepes to french toast to prime rib turkey everything it's pretty intense they have breakfast lunch dinner dessert couple of meals in between that don't have names yet they have every kind of food everything you can want they even had menudo they had menudo i I know that they had flan i didn't see the menudo they had menudo but uh it's it's nice it's it's old old feel to it i I think it was opened in like the 1920s i think those vinyl vinyl chairs that you have to sit in in the booths they feel like they've been there collecting dust and grease and stickiness from old people since that since they opened in the 40s she's totally exaggerating because she doesn't like it and she's slamming the the restaurant but it's a nice restaurant it's a great place to have brunch but uh, Virginia keeps telling me that pretty soon it's going to be closing. And it's always packed when we go. Well, that's because it's just jam-packed with these geriatric blue hairs that are all over 80 and 90 years old. And I just feel like in a few years, once they all die off, who's going to go to the smokehouse? I never see any young people there. I never see anybody below 50 except when we walk in. And, well, we're pushing 50 pretty soon anyway. Uh, speak for yourself. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's nowhere close to that. <laughs> but um, with uh, with Virginia, what I was trying to do is two parts. Besides have a good meal is make her feel young because it's been a long time. But um, what uh, with with the restaurant though, it, it's you know I you know I take uh, our, our groups of friends to to go there and they actually end up you know going and doing things on their own. They're not always with us. And then I've taken my niece, so I'm bringing on additional generations. They should be paying you a commission for everybody under forty that you bring. I'll take the money. You can put it towards my meal. So um, we, we went there, we had 25 people, and, and uh, we ended up, uh, one of our friends, Lou, who um, listens to our podcast, never believed what we said was true about Stinky. Stink- now, any, hold on, before you go any further, anyone who is not familiar with Stinky needs to go back into the archives and listen to Stinky Comes to Town. It's a show from the beginning of January, I think it's January 4th, so put this on pause right now, go download Stinky if you haven't heard it, and then once you've listened to that, then you can come back and join us. So Lou thought that, that I totally exaggerated and Virginia totally exaggerated about the stench of this woman, because, you know, how could it be true, someone in today's, you know, world smelling that bad, and oh, you must, you know, you must have done it for shtick. I mean, for God's sake, soap's available in public restrooms. You can use it there if you don't have any at home. Exactly. So 
you know, we had some people, we had five people from the party that was at the New Year's Eve party that met Stinky, smelt Stinky, and talked about Stinky. If you bring Stinky up to any of them, they just start laughing because they know how offensive it is. They're still recovering from Stinky. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple that were police officers, and they were mentioning that um, what, what they suggested, you know, after they met Stinky is that they should have had Vicks Vapor Rub so they could rub underneath their lip between their nose and the lip area so that they could smell that instead of stinky because that's what officers do when they find dead people because the stench is so bad. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe uh, next time we go to a party, we should bring some of that. Yeah, but every time, like I I brought five separate people up to Lou so they could tell their situation and their story and their experience with Stinky. And finally, at the end, I think she got it. But we had an update, which I was so excited to hear. So Nancy, who um, had Stinky come over to the to the party because of a, their parent, we found out that Stinky has no... She lives like in on, on five acres of land in Colorado, and there's, I guess, a house or a shack or something. There's no electricity, no running water, nothing. So she doesn't bathe because it's not an option. Oh, I could have told you she didn't bathe. I mean, that was pretty obvious. But I thought it was by choice. I didn't know that that there wasn't running water. Maybe it's cold. You know, I mean, it's winter time. You know, I wouldn't be taking a shower, I guess, if I had to go outside. But I would sponge bathe or boil wa- uh, boil water and then wash myself down. But she doesn't. But so she she can't do that. Well, since there's no running water, that means there's no plumbing. How does she take a crap? She goes out into the woods, or not into the woods, but onto her little farm thing, and she digs a hole and puts a wood plaque over it and shits in the hole while she sits on this wood plaque. So Now, hold on a second. Let me, let me get a visual on this because I, I, at first I thought that the wood plank had maybe a hole in it and she put her asshole like right over the hole and then dumped right through there. So so what is she, So she'd actually have to hang her ass over the plank. Exactly. So she shits and then she buries it like a cat. So she has to get a new wood plank every time she takes crap? No, I think she just takes the plank with her. Oh, I mean, God. she's not Miss Hygiene. Does she just hang it in her teepee or whatever she sleeps in? Yeah. You know, I don't know. But here's the other funny thing is that that um, we found out what she does for a living. She grows pot, which isn't shocking. But here's the funny thing is that uh, Nancy said, but she doesn't use drugs, please. I mean, I, I love Nancy, but she was on something other than just alcohol. And if you're growing pot, how do you not smoke it? But it's it's medical marijuana. Oh. But I doubt that she can even get certified unless, you know, when she comes in, they just say, you know, get out of the office. Here's, here's your certificate. Get the hell out. You stink. Beat it. Yeah. I think maybe her stench is a medical condition. What is it? Stinkweed? Maybe that's what she's having. Skunkweed. Skunkweed. There you go. That's what she's having. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we got the update with uh, Stinky, which uh, also here's the other funny thing is, is Nancy mentioned that she's going to, you know, if, if the mom says, is it okay if my daughter comes, she's going to let her go to the party again. And um, Lou is making paper clips for everybody. And then she's so there for the for the, for the party because she has to meet this woman. I want to know if Stinky has a girlfriend. That's, that's the update I no, didn't get. She's single still. Oh, go figure. Oh, yeah, I wonder why. So we, we ended up dealing with that, but I thought that that was funny. The other thing is, is we had, um, when we were at the at, at the dinner uh, or brunch, there was a magician that was coming around the uh, restaurant doing different tricks, card tricks and stuff. Now, here's the funny thing about this. This guy rolls up. He's got some really cheesy suit jacket on. I didn't think it his, was cheesy. His pants are a little bit too tight, like kind of tight, like they've been around for a long time. What are you checking out guys' asses for? No, no, no. I was just checking out the front of his suit because he was, he was... So you're looking at his bulge. No, no. He, he came to the table and, you know, that was, that was at eye level because he was standing and we were sitting there. So anyway, he rolls up and this... I didn't his, notice if he had a dick or not. This really, well, he didn't, but anyway, this really cheesy suit, and he's got the sleeves rolled up 80s style, like three quarters of the way up, you know, and and, um, Roxanne doesn't get the fact that this isn't just some guy coming to the table because he thinks there's a whole bunch of hot women sitting there. Well, I mean, it's, you know, we're definitely not uh, Hugh Hefner's clan, 
but uh, I, I think that we do okay. But I thought he was going up just to see how the service has been, which was really good service. I really, you know, appreciated the uh, the waitress and the bus boys because they, they they did a great job. And he rolls up to his hey, hey ladies, what's happening? Yeah, I, I don't recall that, but you know, we could find out. We'll ask some friends later on. But um, what he ended up doing is these card tricks, and I was trying to get some free booze other than the champagne. I, I don't drink alcohol, but I thought, hey, I'll, I'll help I'll help some sisters out and see if I can get them some drinks. And uh, as I'm trying to schmooze this guy. People are cracking up because they know I'm talking to a magician. Everybody knows that except for me. So um, what ended up happening is is, is uh, he's like, oh, write your name down on a card. And instead of writing a name down, you know, someone, someone screamed out, why don't you write everybody that you slept with at the party? Now, if you think of lesbians, you sleep with someone, you end up being their friend later on. Well, you should have just passed out cards to everyone at the table. Can everyone just write their name down on this card, please? I'm getting carpal tunnel. Yeah. No, um, so I ended up writing some names down because, I mean, I've known some people that, that were there since high school, so we're talking years. And, you know, everybody, I mean, it was extremely incestuous in high school. So I've written everybody's name down, and I go to give it to the guy. And now the magician has to reel her back in. Yeah, so then he's like, so then he goes, oh, let's see who she slept with here. So he wants to start reading it in front of everybody, which is not just our group, which would be fine. There's a table right behind us with kids. And now they're interested, too. Yeah, exactly. So he, you know, he's like, oh, I'll just save this for later. Thank God. Well, then Nancy goes, I'll give you a dollar to see that. So then Nancy pays the guy a dollar to get the card. Well, then um, Devin goes, I'll give you $20 for the card. So then Devin goes to, gives, gives Nancy the 20 bucks, which then I grab the card and I take it. So now, you know, these names have, you know, raised $21. Devin's out 20 bucks. Nancy got uh, brunch paid for, and you still haven't a clue that this guy's a magician. Meanwhile, no, he I just knew pulled, he was a magician. He pulled a big point. stack of cards out of his pocket, like everybody walks around with that in their pocket. No, it was after that. But I mean, he did some really cute card tricks, and, and uh, uh, he was a very nice guy. And, and Virginia, you know, whispers to me, you know, tip him. Because she was listening to a podcast. Which podcast was that? Keith and the Girl. Keith and the Girl. And that they used to, uh, that they that they do different shows and stuff, and people don't know to tip magicians or clowns or whatever. So if someone comes to a party, you got to give them money because, they, you know, that's how they make their money is off the tip. So make sure everybody tips. So I give the man money. We, he tip, we tip him. He leaves. But he also gave us a business card that we can um, hopefully call him up and see if we can get invited to the... Uh, Magic Castle in Hollywood, which is a really elite place that magicians go, and it's supposed to be really cool for dinner. So I'm going to hit him up on that later on. So altogether, it was a great outing. We had a lot of fun. Really nice friends. I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Yeah. And I can't wait to get together with them again. Um, and then I guess we will talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.